The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Myself and Matt have Kevin Lee calling in. There was supposed to be an Octagon girl, but she blew us off. So it's just us and Kevin Lee. So much fun, though. Shaws are dropped throughout this arena. Nobody is sitting down. Chasing that finish. Elbows raining down. Oh! On the button. Are you kidding me? Oh, he heard him again. He's out. UFC and digital media present UFC Unfiltered. And now, your hosts... Jim Norton and Matt Sarah. Yes, we are your hosts, and we are indeed here winding. Uh, it's the beginning of the week. I say winding down this week. I'm going away next week. I'm going to Iceland. I freaking miss you, man. I and I will already. miss you. I need a vacation, though. I'm going away nice. because we take uh, radio. I get like very few weeks off, and I'm actually uh, I'm going away. I'm, I'm going to go and do something. In Reykjavik, and uh, just kind of relax. Supposed to be a nice place. When did you uh, know you were going? I realized recently. I wasn't. I still am not sure because here's the thing. I'm leaving Friday night. Oh, okay. I was gonna host some friends and watch the Connor fight. Oh. But I'm like, fuck it. I'll just buy it and watch it online. Okay. When I'm in a hotel, because uh, I can't stay in town for basically. I don't give a shit about the undercard. Yeah. If this was the UFC New York fight, I would stay here and then leave Sunday night. But yeah. I, I care about Connor Floyd, but I don't give a shit. About anybody else on that card? No, nah, you know I'm probably just gonna watch it at my house. You will, right? I'm gonna have a good time. Yeah, but you never yeah. know; it could be a bad fight too. Um, a lot. I, I think it's gonna be a good fight. I think the dropping down to eight ounce gloves is helpful. It's not, you know. I mean, again, Floyd's fought with them his whole career, but still, I think it helps Connor a little bit. It's gonna be a good time. I got my cousins visiting on Tuesday from Holland. My first cousin over in Holland, right in, right in the, right where are they? They're right near the uh, the red light district. Okay. No, no, it's, it's they're over there in Amsterdam. But uh, so they're visiting on Tuesday. My cousin David. Will he watch the fight his, with you? Uh, I I don't. I'm not sure. Are they still going to be in town? I, if they are, I'm going to have them over. You know. Now I guess I have to since you just pretty much put me on the spot. Do you know what I thought of doing? I thought of going <laughs> to Ireland and watching the fight. I really? thought of flying to Ireland with uh, this uh, young lady friend who I'm seeing. Ooh. And literally Not romantic meeting her in Ireland. Yeah, I know. Like going to watch a, a drunken fucking Irish bar at fucking five a.m. Whatever time it's on there. Yeah. And um, watch them all drink and scream. That probably would not be romantic, but it would not be fun all. if Connor won. It would be one of the greatest nights of your life, probably if Connor won. Yeah, you think so? Great. Yeah, it'd be so wild there. Yeah. Hey, that would be fun. It, it, it's a big spectacle, but look, man, I, I the more I think about it, I mean, the other guy is forty years old. 
we're going to be held as a guy. 40, Floyd's 40. Yeah, he's 40. He's 40. He is. Connor is in the prime of his life. Yes, he is. Um, Floyd hasn't fought in a couple of years. I mean, you put all these things together. And if Floyd really wants to outclass him or say he doesn't belong in there with me, he's going to have to put him away or put a beating on him. And to do that, he's going to have to come out of his shell. A decision uh, really does not. That's a big win for Connor. If he gets a decision against fucking Mayweather. Oh, yeah. Well, if he goes past five rounds, that's a huge win for it's Connor. actually hardly any. Real loss for Connor. <laughs> I, know. I always look at it like, dude, even if the guy beats him up, the payday he's getting is oh my freaking God, yeah. insane. Yeah. And and it's and he knows and everybody knows that if it was a mixed martial arts match, it wouldn't even be a match. So Yeah, I wonder if Connor would kill him. How does that play psychologically for Floyd? Do you think that that affects him at all, knowing that if it was a real thing? Yeah, a real fight. Well, not I'm the sure he's, not real. I'm, well, he would, listen, I know there's been... You know, talk, or he even said, "Ah, next time I'll do it." Yeah, you know, I don't even know. I, I wait. I don't think he didn't. He say he was. Yeah, but he's just saying I, I know, of course. Yeah. He, I mean, he would never in a million years fight him in a uh, <laughs> mixed martial arts match. But um, no, he's probably just talking shit. <laughs> I'm basically. sure he is. Let me tell you something that's real that I did over the weekend. That uh, remember. Remember, my uh, my wife went to uh, Flor- uh, Florida recently. And I was for a few days. Yes, yeah, sure. she visited uh, her cousin over there, William, who's like really like a computer guy, a tech guy, and this and that. I don't know why people aren't talking about this. What I'm about to tell you about, I don't. I don't know why I haven't heard about it, or I've Is heard about computerized it. Computerized Cialis. It, it, oh God, I swear <laughs> to God, I w- but listen, I wish it was. Why do I get so right away? I get creepy. You bring me right out of what I'm saying because you understood how I, nice that'd be. Oh, first of all. We're going to talk about porn too with this, but sure. I, I, I did my wife, she tried uh, this gaming system. You know, I'm a big gamer. You are. I love the Xbox and Call of Duty and all that yeah. shit. Jimmy, I know I, I'm about to lose you. I'm bringing you back now. I'm listening. You ever hear the virtual reality? Do you ever see any of that? The guy I with did. The, yeah, I did. A, I did one recently. Uh, I, I did something for virtual reality. I did a yeah. confessional for virtual reality. So yes, I did. <clears throat> now I don't. Is it a, a game? Is it? No, it was actually this online thing that Google, where you yeah. go in there and you confess something. It's like in a church pew, and you, you film with like 20 cameras. Yeah. Um, and it's supposed to make people feel like they're with you. Let me tell you about this experience. It's called Vive. V-I-V-E. Oh, I like it. It sounds fun. It sounds like... I don't even know what the hell it stands for, but it's virtual reality. Now, my wife's tried it out there. She knows it loves games. She ordered it. It's expensive as as fuck. How much is it? It The whole thing altogether is close to two Gs. All right, well, you're Matt Sarah. That's a fucking peanut for you. Listen, all I know... Peanuts. This thing, Jimmy, holy shit. I don't know why people aren't talking about this. It's amazing. Because it's probably because it's two Gs and people, everyone can't get Jimmy, it. Jimmy, I couldn't. So I asked her. She goes, oh, I played these. I, didn't, I thought it would be like I was. You ever go to a Best Buy? Sure, I have. Or I enjoy a good Best people, Buy. Of people are listening in a country that there's no Best Buys. Uh, yeah. Like a computer thing with a, a store or whatever. Electronic store. Electronic store. I should just sum it up with electronic store. But I went to a Best Buy. And they got the like the iPhones that you could attach a, 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 um, a, a virtual reality thing to it. And it's like, eh, okay, I'm on a roller coaster. It's not a big deal. It's not it's not like ooh and ah, it's kind of, you know, blocky and whatever. This ain't like that, Jimmy. You're in the fucking game. I played this game front defense. It's kind of like Call of Duty. The thing starts, you're behind a bunch of sandbags, right? I, it's, it's unbelievable, Jimmy. You got the headset on with the earphones that are in it also. So you got this headphone on. You put these two cubes on the floor, I guess, to kind of motion where you're at. So when you put this on... You're in the game, Jimmy. I'm looking around. I'm seeing build. I'm seeing like old 
church buildings and I'm behind sandbags and there's a dude there asking me, this guy's ass, a uh, computer fucking guy asking me, an army guy, hey, can I have a light? Now the controllers, <laughs> am I losing everybody? No. Guys, this is exciting. And let me tell you, it's still wild. The controllers, when you pick these controllers up, they're they're actually like an opposite of the way a joystick really is. You know, picture, I'm going to put it in terms that you can understand really, that you that'll, <laughs> it, picture like an upside down cock, Jimmy, where it's like long and like, and like a try, like oh, ballsy right. over here. So you're holding like two of those. And when I, when you put the thing on, you see two hands. So I see two fucking computer hands, Jimmy. So, and now look, so the guy goes, hey, can I have a light? So there's a lighter over there. I use my, I see my hand. You go, you pull the trick, you pick it up. You could roll the thing. You light the cigarette for the guy. A fucking bomb comes out, blows him up. I'm behind you. Know, what's that big gun? That the fucking stationary gun. Oh, the, the fucking, 38. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's like a machine gun. It's, I'm sitting on that thing. I'm Tommy fucking gun. shooting the Nazis that are coming through. That comes. I let go of that because it overheats. I go now. Listen to this, Jimmy. I'm, I'm almost done with this. I'm with you. There's a, a machine gun on the floor. Sure. I pick it up. I go. You pick it up. Now you got the gun. When you're out of bullets, you take out with the other hand. You go, you pull, you drop out a cartridge, you bend down in the crate, get another cartridge, you put it in, you're fucking shooting the Nazis. Boom, want to let it go? I pick up a grenade. I click, dude, it's fucking insane. My kids and my wife were getting annoyed because after I play, they want to play another game. The, shit, the fucking thing was soaked. I'm doing squats. I'm fuck. I'll show you a video. Oh, you're afterwards. sweating? I'm fucking sweating. Well, dude. It's not like I'm sitting down using a joystick. I'm fucking they couldn't I'm play taking out the Nazis, Jimmy. They couldn't, Me. They couldn't play Me versus the Nazis. Wait, it they was could, so much fun. They couldn't fun. play it after you because it was sweaty? It was sweaty, Jimmy. It was sweaty. I'm going to play a video after. I'm going to show you of uh, my wife playing it or my, and my kid. You can be like, holy shit. Like, dude, it is insane. All I think about is when this gets a little bit more affordable or... I don't know how people aren't talking about this. Well, thing. eventually they'll have gloves that you can wear where you'll feel everything. Like, imagine, <laughs> but can you imagine like ten years from now how the goodies are going to oh, be? Oh, dude, I, I wonder what they're going to do with porn with this thing. Of course, and that's going to make things very, very awkward because every listen, they'll put real condoms well, on the weird condoms is, that you'll have sensors. No, in. Jimmy, this is so realistic. <laughs> but I'm trying. To, the, the one thing I thought about because I'm sick is like eventually when there is porn on there. <laughs> everybody, even when you're at like back, you go through like the generations from like the the sixties, the seventies, whether it's whether it's back in the old uh, Sears catalogs or the uh, yeah. then the Playboy mags and if, or the now the computers. If somebody comes in and they see you, they got that instant where you could connect the eyes ah and then put it down and and you're already scarred. <laughs> if you got this thing though and you're whacking off in the future with this thing on, yeah. You're not going to stop when somebody comes in the room. They're going to fucking, they're going to have to fucking throw something at you or close the door. Or, That's better. And they got the ear. They're going to walk in and you're going to be like, ah. Lock the door. All right. Let's lock the door. You always, does it, you never got walked in on when you were whacking? I don't know. If I, I live alone. I never did. Yeah. I was late to the party with whacking off, Jimmy. Were you? Yeah. I didn't whack off as a kid, really. When did you start? I had a very crowded household. I didn't, literally until my 20s. I swear. And that's a. I was going to say, ask Enzo, like, how does he know? Because I would tell the guys, guys, I don't whack off. Then I got my own apartment. It was it was almost like that Seth Rogen movie when he's like, there's loads everywhere. Do you remember <laughs> the first time you did it? Uh, well, dude, my, you got to understand, man. My house growing up, I mean, listen, a lot of people were well worse off than me. But, you know, my 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 they had like a mother-daughter house and no basement. So the upstairs was my grandparents. My father, my mother, my sister, my older brother, and then when my, and then on one floor, two dogs, and then when my twin brothers came after me, 
They didn't have a room. They just had a pull-out couch. So there was no room to do anything. Right, you couldn't to walk whack off. How about in the bathroom? Nah, there's one bathroom for all oh of us. Unless we, went, unless we went upstairs for my uh, grandparents. No, How we awful went, was it when someone we, was shitting and you had to shit? Oh, no, it, we, it, was, it was tight. You know, I, I was... I had always run, I could always run upstairs use my grand, you know, grandparents. What'd you do if you wanted to have like a, I like to take a nice long shit. Oh yeah. Oh, nowadays. But, but back I'm then, how long you, you couldn't, you couldn't do that. No, it's just what you, you don't know anything different though, you know? But yeah, so whacking off wasn't really a luxury that I could really indulge in. Sure. As, as well as long shits at, how long did I take today? A little bit. That poor girl in the hallway, you know, the intern at, Took a beating. Do you get and embarrassed when you walk out and see a girl? Absolutely. Only because it's a girl and I feel bad that she has to smell my insides. But I'm very clean. That's why, like, it's not the, that it takes a long time for me to do what I got to do. But I'm always, I, I make sure I'm very clean. Like, I, my ass, if I was home, I'd just jump in the shower. If I had to, so I'm very clean. <laughs> anyway, back to the virtual reality. It is fucking insane. And I, I, what I'm thinking, did you ever hear of guys losing their jobs over this? Sure. You've heard of this. I've worked Chris, with two of them. Of like ever. <laughs> yeah. I, I meant like, like they get addicted to gaming. There's yeah. been games in the past. I've never really played it, but there was a, a PC games called EverQuest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anthony used to play all that shit. I, I never he? fucked with it. EverQuest. Yeah. And there's another one. War, war, what's war, uh, Worlds of Warcraft. Worlds of Warcraft. I don't. It, is that when me, you use the keyboard as like a mouse? Yeah, I can do it. I'll fucking throw that on the floor. I can't have no time for that. It's a fucking. It's just, and it's like the graphics suck. But they're like, oh, they go into this world. When they get this shit, dude, you you're in. I can't. <laughs> I'm forty three years old. I'm four, I'm a big Jimmy. I'm not gonna grow up, Jimmy. No, but that's a fine. I'm really act. not gonna grow up. There's nothing wrong with doing oh, it's that. So much fun. Enjoy it. So much fun. I would like to do. I got to look at when I did that virtual reality confessional thing. They showed me this one. They have a dinosaur. Yeah. We were sitting there, and it's only about two minutes long. And a big brontosaurus just walks over and eats right over you. And yeah. it's really fucking cool. Yeah. Everything looks cool. Like, even I don't think it, it was real fo e footage. Even, <laughs> you don't think it was real? Uh, even like like when you when you put the thing on and you're waiting to go at the home screen, like like you're outside and you see mountains and there's birds. There's like the leaves are blowing. I'm like, what the fuck, man? It's it's either I really smoked some real crazy shit or... Or it was crazy. It was well, a little bit of both. But no, no, I'm kidding. I but even that, that, though, it's like it doesn't even have to be a game. You could, no, somebody you, could just smoke a little you, weed and then you, walk around in like a fake it world. Is, it's just fun. It is so amazing, man. Right. And uh, I just, so it's Vive, V-I-V-E, and it's a virtual reality gaming system. And next time you're over my house, Jimmy, if you weren't going away, I'd tell you to come over. I would you love to. But uh, it yeah, is, I'm, I'm going to have you guys, both of you, Chris, you're going to be coming over sooner or later anyway. Yeah. I, I, you guys got to try this thing. I am, I'm blown away by it. I don't know why people aren't talking about it. I'm like, what the, f I'm like, am I, because my, my wife, she goes, when she came back from Florida, she goes, you're going to love, this thing is amazing. You got to, and I go, really? I mean, dude, I, I want to throw my Xbox out the window. I don't give a fuck about that thing. <laughs> I want to go fight some Nazis. I understand. I just downloaded uh, Resident Evil, so I'm going to do that later. I'm going to buy a, uh, a virtual reality so much someday, fun. but I don't like fuck with video games. Dude, I'm telling you, I think I burned some calories sweating mm. like a fat guy. Oh, you did. Thank God I trained this morning, Jimmy, because I needed to get a sweat out. I didn't. I had my uh, my sister-in-law's uh, kid's baptism, so we were at Ciro's house at 3 in the morning on a Saturday night. And it, Was it, it fun, the baptism? Well, I mean, the church is an hour of, you know, daydreaming and then fucking, and then you get out of there and you go, you go, but you, uh, you know, my wife was the godmother. So then after that, you had to just, go. Yeah. You know, you got, it's called taking one for the team, you know? Did the kids go? Yeah, of course. Man. They went to their home at three in the morning. So they just fall asleep. No, 
oh, it's an hour, this sitting there being cute. And then it's over. Then they're out of there. And then right down the black block was uh, Ciro's house. So, you know, all the Ginzos come over and we have a good time, man. Drink any wine? Oh, come again? Did yes. You? And grappa and. And uh, it was a good time, man. It's a good time because I never because all this stuff is homemade. I never get hung over, man. Because there's no like preservatives. There's not. There's no nonsense in there. Like, right. It's fucking delicious. Were you drunk? Uh no. I had a nice buzz. Yeah. Did you drive? Uh, no, my wife drove home. She usually drives home. That's better. Things. And my wife's in her glory with just when the family's around. She really? goes, that's all. That's what she loves to do. Oh, she's. She just loves just being around the family. I don't feel... I, I love my... Oh, I got to see my yeah. parents Thursday night. That's what I got to do. I got to take them to That's nice. Yes, yeah, their 50th anniversary is in Ooh. June. I'm such a shit son. Yeah? Yeah. What should I buy them? They probably, they probably brag about you all the time. Uh, get, them the, get them the virtual reality setup. That would be fun. <laughs> Dude, Jimmy. I don't I can't, know I can't say enough about it. What should I get my parents? Anybody, all, all our listeners, I'm sure some of you freaks. You said uh, both of wrong. What did I say? I said uh, oh, both. Uh, both of our listeners. <laughs> <Both are. laughs> ah, any of our listeners that have that that vibe thing, uh, write me a message or something on Instagram. That's where they usually hit me up and they tell me how they're loving jujitsu and this and that. We touch a lot of people we, on here, Jimmy. We do have some UFC news too. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the big show today. We have uh, Kevin Lee is calling in. Oh, I like Kevin. Which Lee. Is, yeah, great. He's a great fighting against Tony Ferguson coming up, which is. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. And unfortunately, one of the Octagon girls canceled. Oh, wait, we had an Octagon a... girl calling in? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to hear her opinion on the Connor fight. That would have been fun. Oh, man. Oh, she didn't make it today? She had something else. Oh, I was. I, when I found that out, though, I was devastated. We can't even get an Octagon girl. We literally, <laughs> no, I forget Connor. We couldn't get John to come in. We're not getting, we cannot even get an Octagon girl. I like Bob girl. the Booker. Let's beat the shit out of Bob. I would say this is not Bob's fault. This is it's definitely not Bob's fault. Bob's got the He fault. got us David Branch in last week. Wait a minute. Oh, that was you. That was me. He, I did right, enjoy David Brown. You know what I like about the UFC? What? This is like, people. Oh, it's filtered. It's not unfiltered. It is unfiltered. It, it is not filtered. They're gonna they're gonna leave this in of us attacking so. them. If not, it's gonna be very awkward. Well, unfortunately, the producer getting all fucking sweaty. He panics. It's the fucking producer's fault. Uh, I really. Nah, am. come on. I'm <laughs> very disappointed. I'm not directed at anything, at Chris. I'm Chris very is a disappointed. Producer. Why, Jimmy? Because Ngannou's fight has been canceled. Oh. Because of Dos Santos failed a fucking uh, anti-doping test. What is that about? Well, it's uh, it was an out-of-competition sample. It was uh, They picked it up August the 10th. And what's it mean? And he got taken out of 215. Does it say what it was? He said uh, his team released a statement. Uh, Junior just tested positive for a substance called hypochlorothiazide. Uh, hydrochlorothiazide. I was, was going to guess that. <laughs> With a diuretic. It's a diuretic. It's banned by USADA. Due to its use as a masking agent, we don't know where the substance came from. He's had his blood and urine randomly tested many times, and never once tested positive. Oh, did he ever cheat before for a banned substance? I don't know. Is he cheating or what is it? Well, then, what, well, what is it, Chris? Do we know what that is? Well, they're now they're going through. They're going to have the B sample tested to see what you know whether it shows up there, oh. and then they're also looking through the supplements. Junior released a statement being what like, it, I'm, you know, I'm say? not here to give an explanation. Soon everything will be clear for all of you, uh, and no doubt truth will prevail. I'm here in respect for all of you guys. I just want to say that, uh, that this situation is very tough for me, my team, and my family, and I would never cheat. It goes against everything I stand for. Okay. I play a fair game, you know. So. All right. Well, I'm not going to attack him unless, right, of course unless everything comes through. And... Like Jones. When Jones, you know, yeah. he came I out. I actually and... defend him. I did too. I think cock pills should be allowed. I think they should be allowed right before the fight. Then I we see what the fucking best fighter the fight. is. 
In between rounds. Absolutely. I don't know what that means. I know, but you're saying... Yeah, I don't know. Has anyone heard from Cormier or no? Is he not coming out and spoke? Uh, he gave an interview to someone. Yeah. Yeah. Why not us? Oh, did he... Oh, we talked to Ariel? Yeah. Um, how, how's he doing? He sounded pretty good. I mean, he was on his honeymoon. He's with us. Oh, he, he just, just got married, out. so oh. they're on the honeymoon. And, you know, he's he took it hard, obviously, but he's he's, he's talking about coming back. Oh, okay. I would yeah. love to talk oh, to I was going to ask the ring card girl what she thought about that. Yeah, what'd you think? <laughs> so were, were you holding up a two or a one when that happened? Uh. <laughs> when you... <laughs> when you're waving to the camera now, what's going through your head? Yeah, can you tell can us? You yeah, tell us? exactly. Which fighter would you sleep? With? I'm curious if they date the girl. They're probably not allowed to. I'm guessing they can. I don't Jimmy, know. you make me laugh, Jimmy. So wait, oh, so I'm you bummed about Ingano. You Ngannou. must be devastated, yeah. man. Well, he he's. Uh, they couldn't get a. Re- when is that fight? They, they can't, can't get two a weeks. Repl- Oh, is it in two weeks? He yeah, tweeted, it's on the ninth. He tweeted yeah. Alistair Overeem. Oh, wait, so who's? I'm he, sorry, here's what Ingano wrote on Twitter. I'm very, very angry. Almost done training camp and just announced my opponent's out at 2.15. Now, he tweeted to Alistair Overeem. Uh, Alistair's been mentioning his name, apparently. He's now open and free. Let's do it. There's no way Overeem is taking Francis Ngannou on short notice. Although Overeem is an animal. I mean, he's a very tough guy. He wants title shots. But the reality is you literally just lost to so, Miocic. Wait, was Right? This? Just uh, before Junior, it was Alistair Overeem against Steve A. Uh, correct. Right. And he lost. And now... But Overeem beat Verdum in his last wait, fight. I'm sorry. I know, but he's, yeah. I don't think I'm, he gets another shot this I'm getting best. confused right. between the fight week, fight night next with uh, Rockhold and Branch. When is this? That's the 16th. And, and UFC 215 is the 9th. September 9th. Yeah. September 9th. So, which is when this fight was split. So a couple weeks from now. And who was headlining it? It was this they JD, were, was I know. Junior. And so who's headlining it now? I don't know. What is oh, going actually, on? You know what? I'm lying. It, it's um, Mighty Mouse is? and uh, Ray Borg is yeah, the headline. I thought oh, so. You guys are looking at me like I'm crazy. Yeah. Not you, Jimmy. No, I'm attacking Chris today. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. It's all right. Did I tell you about the new gaming system? I know. I said you're <laughs> going wild. This is pop wild. culture, yeah. man, right? Sure yeah. Pop is. culture? Nobody else is, is talking. Now you watch. People can try that shit. It's going to change the world. Yeah. <laughs> know what that means so much fun though jimmy it, it is fun i'm sure it's very enjoyable but anyway back to the but fights. i'm very frustrated about this fight i don't blame you man who does so listen who does he fight does he fight velasquez next um oh who the fuck does he fight there's no way overeem is fight. overeem should not get a title shot i mean no no disrespect to alistair overeem but he just fought for the title well it doesn't make sense for overeem i mean if he jumps in great that'd be a fun fight to watch but i think overeem is probably going to try to hold out to get nearer to a title. There's no reason to fight Nganu. Well, why would they give him days. another title shot? Well, I mean, he beat, you know, um, Verdum, who's number one, number one contender, number two. But he just know. fought for the title. Like, I guess, it, how do you sell that fight again? Yeah. Well, if Kane's not held, you know, Kane, Nganu. Right. Yo, man. How's Derek Lewis? Well, he just had a fight. See, and do you see uh, who he's matched up against? Look over. Look, can you flip the next page? I want you to see this fresh. Because I just looked at it, and I, I love it. I love it. I love it. I did. Wow. That's a... Uh, that's, oof. That's fun. <laughs> Say it. That's a tough fight. Ver, I, I take Ver, Verdum in that fight. Oh, but we didn't announce it just now. Oh, now you just said it. I take Fabrizio Verdum against Derek Lewis. That's I take been Verdum. announced. UFC 216, October 7th. In Las Vegas. I take Verdum in that fight. I think I got a Because he'll be throwing crazy, and there's no way he won't get Lewis down. You know what right. blows, bro? I got Ro- Roy, sorry, no, Roy Nelson killed him on the ground. I got a wedding. I got a wedding that day. I got a fucking. I got a wedding that day. Even though they gave it to. Uh, so wait, they gave it to Derek Lewis. Yeah, so yeah wait, who are you picking? Have. I thought who are you picking that, that fight. fight? Uh, the Verdum. Of 
course. Yeah, man. Derek, that's a tough fight for Derek Lewis. I mean, because his explosiveness and stuff, uh, Verdum could blanket that, and his jujitsu is yeah the best in the You almost said division. second to none, and you wouldn't have been wrong. He's the best in the heavyweight division. Yeah. By far. But I'm sorry, who else in there? I mean... You saw him. I mean, he's got he's got he's got amazing jujitsu, and in this fight, I think he's going to be even if he runs across and start. I'm predicting he's predicting he starts with a jumping sidekick. What do you think of uh, Weidman moving up to light heavyweight? They're talking about that now. He's frustrated, I guess, with the little tie up in the division. Uh, but is it a weight cut thing for him? Is he tired of cutting that weight? Uh, you know, we didn't really talk about that, and we hung out just the other day. I don't know if you saw the Instagram post. It was myself. It was myself, Longo, and uh, uh, Weidman, Aljo, Ally Quinta, and Gian Vellante. What, what, a, what a good time! We went to Eddie's Pizza, bro. We went to Eddie's Pizza. You know what I'm talking about. But that's a fucking. That's oh. a group of people who can fight. That's a. There's a picture. That's a bad my, group of guys a, to get into a problem a, with. A yeah. picture on my Instagram. Oh, we had a good time. How many slices you have? Oh, I had well. There's a bar pie, so I had close to a pie, but it's a bar pie. That's a thinner pie, Jimmy. Is it good? And me and and, and raging Al split a meatball palm. <laughs> Is that good pie? Oh man, it's a, oh, it's a good pie, Jimmy. It's Is a it? good pie. I had pizza last night too. I've been eating a lot of pizza lately. That loves pizza. What kind of pizza? Did you I can still last move. Night? I showed you some stuff sure today. I, I thank God. What I, kind uh, of pizza last night? From where? Last night we got from uh, Gino's. Gino's. From and Beth Page, what did it? And uh, it was it was delicious. I got a uh, what did I get? I got some Pesaroso. You know what that is? No, I don't. Oh, <laughs> don't make me! I'm such a fucking fat guy, Jimmy. No, you're not. Well, I'm powerful. That's that. Yeah, yeah. Look at my calves. I'm I, powerful. I was watching Matt's video. Matt showed me a video this morning of him rolling, <laughs> and um, I'm like a whale in the water, graceful. I'm like Kung Fu Panda. You look very good. I can move. You look very uh, comfortable. Chubby yet, you know, technical. Yeah, very technical. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> now uh, we just have throwing my weight around. No pun intended. What Jimmy? Kevin Lee is Can't fighting uh, Ferguson, and uh, and Khabib's manager has come out. What did he say? He tweeted last week about uh, his choice for his next fight. He said he's only fighting for a title or fighting Connor. So everyone, I guess, so basically he wants the winner of this fight. Yeah, but that's a little ridiculous, though. At a certain point, right? I mean, he can't, he's got to prove he can make the weight now. Yeah. It's like They'll he, give it to him though. Who who they? Yeah, no, nah, listen. I'm a huge Khabib fan, but at the same time, it's a like, hey, guy. What are you doing, making some fucking demands? You just fucked up a whole event last time. You did. Do you want a piece of my protein brownie? No, thank it's you. It's Pretty tasty. No, thank you. Is you that a euphemism? To... No, I don't want your protein brownie. No. Can, can I just say, by the way, somebody <laughs> sent me a tweet and said, any chance you can get in Jim and Matt's ears about not pronouncing the K in Khabib? Khabib, Khabib. It depends. Khabib, Dana Khabib? says Khabib. Khabib, yeah. And then there's Habib. There's a bunch of ways to say Tell that it. guy to suck my hawk. <laughs> exactly. Salad. Chip, what do you think of that? Fuck yeah. Come on, I'm only five. Why did I bring that guy here? I'm going to do the show. You nah, should. I'm just fucking bullshit. You'd be great on it. Listen to me. Oh, no. oh, oh. I like that this is finally happening. Oh, in New York it's happening. Yes, of course it is. Read that second point. fight, please. I'll do it because you're looking out the window. No, one I, to, I'll, I'll one, you, uh, No, I was going to say the headline. Through. Did a pretty girl walk in? Uh, no, they've announced that it's going to be Michael Bisping against... Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, we already know it's coming. Garbrandt against TJ. I like and, that. And uh, that's the co-main. Steven Thompson against Jorge Masvidal. Oof, that's, that's a, a great one. fight. 
That's a really fun fight. That's a really fun fight, man. Why didn't Wonderboy fight since that last fight? I don't know, but he's been. They both. He had something with his knee, I think. Oh, he did. He had to have something cleaned up, yeah. They both been. Uh, I bit my fucking tongue today, bad. I, I got to get a mouthpiece again. Look. Oof. I bit my fucking That's tongue. That's a great fight. <laughs> right in the middle, I throw some stupid shit out. Listen to me. I think. Uh, that, how does that play out? Let me think of that. That's very interesting. I think. Uh, Masvidal is going to show his. Not that he can't stand up with Steven. I think he's going to show. He's going to. He's going to. I think he's going to blend in some takedowns in there. Try to fucking add some. Show some well-roundedness. At least I. I think he probably should. But I don't know, man. He's really good standing. I like. I mean, look what he did the Cowboy. No, but it just makes sense though with Wonder Boy if he's going to be throwing kicks, Masvidal can go for a takedown, try to work his jujitsu a little bit. That makes sense. There's so many good. Yeah, but they were worried that that uh, Tyron Woodley was going to take him down. I mean, you know, that, that was the big thing with, uh, right. with Thompson. Like, hey, if Tyron gets him down, and he did. I mean, it was hard, though. Hopefully he'll be on guard for that. And it looks like they're putting this one back together. Well, I'm looking forward. Uh, dude, we got to be at that November 4th show. Well, we can't be at the one. We can't be at Silver Gastelum. That's in fucking China. <laughs> Mainland <laughs> China. I guess he wanted to get... He's, I guess he's serious about not fighting in Brazil. Fuck yeah, he's serious. He's like, ah, I'll go to China and fight him. Patrick Cummins against Corey Anderson. Uh, that's a great fight. Junior um, Albini against Andre Orlovsky has been announced. Um, uh, Aleski Olenek uh, versus Curtis Blades. That's a really good fight. Have they uh, have they um, announced these? Or we didn't talk about these last week, did we? Well, some of them we said were rumored, and Matt these Brown are all against official Di- now. This Sorry. is Brown against like. Diego Sanchez. Fuck. Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Where is that going to be? Oh, that's going to be in Virginia. They fucking sneaked that in there. Yeah, yeah. it's November. And 11th. he's returning to welterweight Diego Sanchez. That's interesting. Some of his best. I'll tell you. One of my favorite Nick Diaz. Uh, what was in the well, Ultimate Fighter? Nick Diaz also. Uh, Diego's, uh, what's that? When he was in the Ultimate Fighter, what weight was he, Diego? That was at welterweight. Was. Yeah. No, that was at middleweight, actually. Was it middleweight? No. Let me see. Let me that see. was at middleweight. Wait, was it middleweight? Forrest and uh, Bonner right? were like That was at like 185. It might have been. Yeah, I think you're right. It was, because him and Kenny were the two lightest guys, and they were fighting at 185, because Chris Lieben was in there, too. Right, let me do Yeah, middleweight. Yeah, but right. that's but he wasn't a, a middleweight at all. But he had some of his best fights. His fight versus Carol Parisian was, I think, one of his best fights ever. And that was a bond burner of a fight, man. He won that fight. And uh, that was a that was a great fight. He had Diego Sanchez had some of his best fights, and I believe his best fights are at are at a uh, are at uh, welterweight. You know what I mean? Some people might think he's undersized. I mean, even when he lost to Josh Koscheck, well, he beat him on the show. But when he, he you know, he didn't, how, did he really like lose to him? He didn't really lose to him that bad. And he and he had a lot. He has a lot of good battles at at welterweight, and he doesn't have to be all sucked in. Right. Like, I seen him the week of when he had to fight Al, Ali Quinta, his last fight, and uh, you know he's that can't be an easy cut for him. It can't be because he's not that really a small guy. Right. You know, and I think at welterweight you're gonna see him. Um, really let loose and Matt and that's a great fight because Matt Brown's you know a guy that doesn't really know how to go backwards yeah, he goes forward so that's going to be good I'm, 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 I would really like to see uh, Diego Sanchez go back to his roots and then uh, strike his way in and and uh, utilize his grappling because when he lets that he has oh his fight with Clay Guida he has some great fights man I'm a I am a Diego Sanchez fan and I and I like. I like that he's an original. He's like one of those guys that <laughs> marches to the beat of his own drum. Sure he does. You know what I mean? And I like that. Bit of an odd guy. Well, yeah. odd, but 
I say like very brave in a sense where he don't give a fuck what anybody's doing. He could do a yes. He'll be screaming yes. He'll be fucking doing <laughs> cartwheels. I don't. I I'll. I love it because uh, I think uh, and he's a really good guy. I like seeing him. He's a nice guy. So you know, well, I, I and I'm not against Matt Brown either. He's a tough son of a gun, man. Hendricks and uh, it's be a good fight, man. Shit, I like that. What's pa- that? Paulo uh, Boroshina. Boroshina, yeah, is gonna be. Uh, that's. Uh, that, I'm surprised they put that on the November fourth card. Just because Hendricks has had some weight issues, I am surprised they're giving him. Maybe he's guaranteeing them. Like I promise, I won't fuck up again. Right. Well, especially because New York's pretty strict about their. Yeah, you know, man. I'm surprised stuff. on such a big card. Yeah. Not that I'm surprised to see Johnny Hendricks fighting. I guess that they have faith. This is gonna be a really good fight. Right. It is going to be a really good fight. That's a tough fight for Johnny. Yes, it is. I like Johnny a lot. Johnny Johnny is what we say, what we call a friend of the show. <laughs> you know what he I mean? He is, yeah. Look what I'm wearing. You see this? It's a dress. <laughs> <laughs> see on my finger, Jimmy? Look. Yes. It's a rubbery... You're not even looking at me, Jimmy. You're being, I just saw it. You're kind of being rude. No, I'm not. I saw it already. All right, Jimmy. I'm I saw sorry. it, man. I'm, I'm looking for snippet. Kevin Lee stuff I gotta... to set it up, but you're showing oh, me yeah, a rubber yeah. ring. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah, wearing yeah. a fucking... <laughs> You're wearing like a little ring, an O-ring on your finger. I know what it looks like. I don't like, uh, I don't like like a, a, a real ring. I don't like. I'm not a jewelry guy, no. and, I, and those things freak me out. Like I'm always rolling, and and what if I left it on? And I seen guys like my old wedding ring doesn't even fit. I guess my fingers. What if I fucks them up sometimes? Yeah, I've seen, uh, I mean, if you dislocate a joint, you got a fucking ring on. You're fucked, man. Why? Because how are you getting the thing off if the thing swells up? And then it fucking can't, can't, I don't know. I, it's, it's rough. I'm not a big ring fan. So my wife's like, what if I got you these little rubber things you put on the thingy? I go, okay, honey. I go, little do you know that girls like that more, though. They do? Uh, well, like, you should try it, Jimmy. Uh, <laughs> I listen. I tell them to go away because I'm married. Happily married. Oh, happily married. And, uh, and got some this morning. But uh, What'd you do this morning? Not that I had relations with my wife, Jimmy. Why are you prying? What did you do? Um, I woke up and did radio, and then I went to the gym, and then I came here. You get a routine of whacking off? Yeah. Whenever I'm not doing radio or doing this, yeah. <laughs> I'm jerking off. Do you ever get done and just be like, now nah, I don't know what to do with myself? Always. I should have saved it for later. Oh, it's just the worst. Right? I'll eat a piece of cake. I did, too. Jimmy, I got to get my eating better, but that's nothing new to the audience. What were you going to say, Jimmy? I was talking about UFC fighters being tough, and you weren't disagreeing. You know what else is tough, Jimmy? Toyo tires! What? Who said that, audience? Who said that? That was Jimmy. me. Was it myself or Jimmy? All right. Well, so much I guess you gave it away. That's why Toyo. <laughs> I love been a Toyo. Proud tires. sponsor of the UFC. Just like the UFC fighters, Toyo tires are built for battle. Uh, it's an all-or-nothing philosophy, really. Durability, yes. aggressive design, on and off-road capabilities. Yes. yes to all of them. Living life on the highway, Toyo has you covered. Spending time, spending some serious uh, time off-road, they have a tire for that too. No matter what you drive, Toyo has exactly what you need. And frankly, the tires just look cool. We talk about this every week. There's nothing worse than a great tire that looks like ass. You want a good tire that looks cool. There's nothing shallow about wanting your car to look good. It's okay to want that. It's like, it's like, it's like comfortable sneakers that look awful. Yeah. Right now, I'm wearing comfortable sneakers. They look awful. Grandpapa. <laughs> That's what I have on my feet. My, my foot tires are ugly. Any vehicle, every terrain, all or nothing, Toyo tires. The next time you need tires, ask for Toyo. It's T-O-Y-O. To experience more, visit toyotires.com backslash UFC. That's toyotires.com backslash UFC. Can I say it once? Go ahead. Toyo tires. Are you looking forward to Kevin Lee calling it? That's a really yeah, great Ke- fight. Kevin Lee, you know, he, he, sometimes he comes in hot. You know what I mean? What do you mean? He 
likes to be a little newsworthy, I think. He likes to be edgy. He's not afraid to tell say his what's on his mind. Was he said anything that you didn't like? No, I like oh. I I like the guy. Was I in when we interviewed him or no? No, you I think oh, you missed that episode. We had a good time talking to him. For sure. I think I, so. Obviously we have to ask about the Kiesa fight. But um I watched that again, man, and those little weird wavy arms. No, I dude, I, 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 I listen, I thought I was <laughs> uh, you know, people were attacking uh, the ref Mario, yeah, yeah, Mario, and I, I really, I'm, I'm, I'm in this. I, I feel it was a very legit, stage. really. Oh yeah, the fact that sometimes the guy can come right back, but he, he didn't stopped. Tap. Listen, you have, yeah, so he didn't tap. So you just sometimes they, they, if the, if the arm's about to break, they'll, they, if a guy screams or something, That's true. he's not going to scream when he's getting strangled. What he's going to do is stop defending. He stopped but defending. Did, did he stop defending? He stopped. The watch the tape. Was, I at like one it. point, you see his hands, and they stop. So you're not, and and if you see where he had him, it wasn't as it was still a V on the neck. When it's a V on the neck, it's closing that carotid arteries. So it's not like it was less on the arm, and he's starting to face him. Where he's facing him, when he's facing him, there's no longer a choke. But I was only saying, when, was it possible he was just positioning his arms? Assert? It was so no. fast, right? Is it legit? Because Kiesa was saying like. He did. He acknowledges that he stopped defending the the hands, but then he said he just wanted to like relax his neck or like raise his shoulder. Is that legit or is that? He's the only. Listen, he might. It, it might have been a. When I mean a second premature. Yeah. It might have been a. But that one second, I did not see him any indication from him that he was going to look to escape. That he was. I truly believe that if Mario did not step in, he was going to sleep. So. Right. And but look, he could, he's denied it. He was challenging Mario to a grappling match. He was so, so listen, mad right he there. He was in there. So maybe he felt, all right, look, I you, next time let him go out. I mean, that's it. But you the know? bottom line is how do But they, I don't think it was really a bad. I mean, did I they thought they that decision out. or no. Uh he did. I, I think I nothing I'm pretty came, sure I nothing came of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So I mean, from day 1, I was saying that I thought it was a legit, you know, stoppage. I mean, I, I think he had him. I think when you got when you get caught, you get caught. Yeah, they dismissed that. You know, why the did they dismiss th- it? They said there was just no, you know, clear evidence to overturn it. He, like Matt saying, he was, was obviously in very. He was close. I'll to tell you, out. I was watching uh, Polaris on. Uh, I think it's called Polaris on um yeah. gra- on uh, the grappling event. It was over in the. It was over in London, and it's on fight UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, and some of the matches. They didn't really thrill me. I, I would think, but but I'll tell you who I did like was that uh, uh, Vitor Shaolin. He's uh, Roberio. Roberio, I think his last name was. That's an old school jiu-jitsu guy, and he he went versus uh, Cal Uno, and uh, Uno's is Japanese. These guys are both old school old school fighters. Uh, Uno obviously fought in the UFC. He's an old school shooto fighter. Shooto's an event in Japan. Uh, Shaolin uh, Vitor Shaolin was a uh, a Brazil. He's a you know, world-renowned uh, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, and he's uh, been competing forever. Like I, I, I did the pro ams when he did the pro ams back in two thousand. Man, you know what I mean. So this right. guy went versus Uno, and Uno in 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 uh, mixed martial arts was very hard to strangle from the back. He's known from escaping the back. I believe he even, he even escaped BJ Penn's back several times when he fought BJ. And, BJ uh, was hard to escape when he had you in the back. Yeah, well, I, I, he was never on my back, but when I fought him or anything, but yeah, BJ's BJ's back control is sick, and his mouth is sick. BJ Penn, it's it's ridiculous, but uh, but Uno was really good with uh, escaping that, and but 
what really makes a difference is the gloves. You know what I mean? Because it gives you that. It's harder to get those rear naked chokes on. So they didn't have the gloves on, and uh, Shaolin ended up doing a had a, just a beautiful positional game into taking his back, and he uh, put him to sleep. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I rolled with Uno in Japan back in the day too, and I uh, had some nice matches with him. And I was the only American in the. Uh, Henzo used to have us train out of our comfort zone sometimes because we'd travel with Henzo when he'd compete. Henzo really took me under his wing, so I was in Japan for a pride. And Hen- with Henzo when he was going to fight. So myself and Ricardo Meda, and we're going to go down uh, to uh, train with the Abu- the guys from Japan. We're all getting together. The press was going to be there. All the Japanese fighters uh, we're gonna go- that were going to Abu Dhabi that year right. and in, uh, I think, 2000. We're going to go and uh, get a training session in. So Henzo goes, I want you and Ricardo there. And I was in Japan. I wanted to chill out. You know, I didn't want to really... You know, it's an uncomfortable thing. And he goes, he made me go. No, I want you there. You're going. So I ended up, me and Ricardo, Ricardo went, but Ricardo hurt his knee with Hyen, uh, Henzo's brother that passed away. He was <laughs> he was a little bit of a nut. And they were training the day before or something, and he popped, and he hurt Ricardo's knee. So I was the only one to roll. So I rolled with a bunch of Japanese guys. Uh, Genki Sudo was a famous, famous UFC fighter. Um, several guys, and one of them was Kao Uno. Were they nice to you? They were great to me, man. Being the and, but they were, I was the only, there's several times in my life where I was literally the only American. There was times in uh, in Europe, uh, in Holland. I've been like that there. in brothels. I bet, I bet you fucking freak. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jimmy. Take me with you if I was single. Yeah, you're a married man. I'm a married man. I wouldn't do that now. But uh, yeah, you know. I want to pee. Let's go take a oh, pee pee okay. and we'll go back to my war stories like Robert. I Martha. like you. I love hearing your stories. Thank you. I love telling them. Support for UFC Unfiltered comes from our good friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. They understand that home plays a big role in your life and family. Obviously, that's why they created Rocket Mortgage. Rocket Mortgage gives you the confidence you need when it comes to buying a home or refinancing your existing home loan. And it's such an intimidating process for all of us. Look, this is really simple. Allowing you to fully understand all the details and be confident you're getting the right mortgage for you. Whether you're looking to buy your first home or your 10th, With Rocket Mortgage, you get a transparent online process that gives you the confidence to make an informed decision. It's convenient. Our trusted partners allow you to share your financial information with Rocket Mortgage at the touch of a button. And in addition to getting a real mortgage approval in minutes, you can even adjust the rate and length of your loan in real time to make sure you're getting the right solution for you. Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Apply simply, understand fully, mortgage confidently. To get started, go to rocketmortgage.com slash unfiltered. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLS. Consumeraccess.org. Number 3030. That was lovely. We uh, we had to break the fourth wall here. And I ran out and started, Matt, we looked at the eclipse. And this is when we're taping this. And I was sharing my glasses with people. And we had to pee, by the way. But we want to take a little break because we had the... uh, We knew we had Kevin Lee calling in. We had a few minutes. Yep. And we're not True. live. So we said, fuck it. Let's, uh, let's do this. But I really, I, I obviously want to ask him about the Kiesa fight. I, I know he probably doesn't want to keep yapping about that. But I am curious, as the guy choking him, if he felt that he, he had stopped resisting? Right. I mean, what's he going to say at this point? But I, I'm hoping Kevin Lee would be... Uh, I don't think he gave a... I think he liked the way the fight was going up until then. What do you mean? I think he felt like he was in control, and he said it was going to happen, and inev- it was inevitable. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, he felt like he was doing well. And he uh, was he, doing well. He had a nice squeeze on that neck, but you know, I guess next time we have, uh, we'll ask him about it, and we'll also ask Kiesa next time he's on. Yeah. 
Looking for a phone number. <laughs> you know what I mean, Jimmy? Yeah. I got to get my shit in order. It's great. Yeah, you know. I'm looking forward to talking, though, to Kevin Lee. He's, he's fun to talk to. He's a dangerous fighter. Uh, hi, Kevin, do we have you on the phone? Yo, what's going on? Hey, buddy, you're talking to Jim Norton and Matt Sarah here on uh, UFC Unfiltered. What's up, Kevin? What's happening? What's happening? What's going on with y'all? Well, this was kind of a nice surprise to just hear that this fight is happening. Um, did you see this coming, or did they just kind of throw this at you? Uh, you know, yeah, I, me, me and Tony, we, we were definitely going to fight. Uh, it wasn't no, you know, when he walked up on me at, at International Fight Week, we both knew we were definitely going to fight. So I, I, I didn't think that it was going to be this soon, but shit, I, hey, look, I, I'll take what they give me. I told them I'll take my address, and we can get it in, like, right here, right now. So uh, <laughs> it really don't matter to me. Now, after your last fight, <clears throat> and congratulations, by the way, yeah. with uh, Michael Chiesa, and we'll get back to that in, in a couple seconds, but you did that interview, and he was interviewing you. Now, I want to know, was that strategic when you were saying, hey, you know, get a real get a real journalist or analyst on, uh, uh -huh. and then, you know, he took offense to that. Was that strategic? Because now you had a little banter, and now the fight is, you have the fight. Or was that just off yeah, the cuff? I mean no, that was just that's just how I was feeling at the moment. You know, me and Tony, we knew each other before. Uh, you know, he we came from the same college. Uh, he was an alumni. He came out a year before I went in. Oh, so uh, when he when I was wrestling in college, he was going through the Austin Fighter. You know, and I, I kind of supported him a little bit. I kind of looked up. You know, and uh, you know he's been a fan of mine ever since. So for him to like downplay me by saying, you know, oh uh, that. He has to slam me or whatever he was saying. I mean, it didn't even make sense. It didn't even seem like he watched the fight itself. Uh, if he, because you know, I mean, the dude's legs were in the air, and he's talking about, oh, how did it feel when he slammed you? So I just let him out. Like, I'm just like, bro, like, what the fuck is you talking about? You know, like, I, I can't take this without no type of retaliation. So I'm, I'm, I gave it right back to him how I felt. Now, do you think that he was doing that? Uh, in, in a way to kind of set this up, like, you know, because you guys have learned that if you kind of go after each other a little bit publicly, it does stir up a tremendous amount of interest, and it's very effective. So do you think that might have been his method of getting this rolling as well? No, nah, Tony ain't that smart. Come on, the fans don't be a lot of I mean, come on. Listen, look, look, look at him. I mean, you know, he, if, if they would have let him wear sunglasses and, and, and headphones while doing that interview, he would have. You know, the dude ain't that, he ain't that smart to be thinking ahead, and I don't think he really even, I don't even think He's a fan of the sport. I don't even think he watched the fight. So, uh, you know, I think for some reason or another, he just kind of went through his way on in there. On that, uh, I think maybe the guys out at Fox knew that might happen. But uh, Tony, I, I can't give Tony that much credit. You mentioned the sunglasses. <laughs> he wears sunglasses yeah. a lot. I noticed that. The, the dude lives in L.A. now. Yeah. Uh, when you go down to L.A., you'll see everybody down there. They wear sunglasses. And it ain't because the, the, the sun's bright. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I ain't going to put my man business out there. I'm going to let him tell the people when he wants to uh, or take an AA meeting or something. But <laughs> something, ain't, something ain't normal, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can just tell, like, he's a weird dude. Even when you talk to him, like, I listen to Joe Rogan's podcast a lot. So uh, I know him and Eddie Bravo, they be into some they be into some shit. I don't know if he, uh, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a reason why he fights that way, that he rolling around and he don't really care about taking damage and shit because his brain's already fucked up. 
Now, do you, you're you're very comfortable. You're a fun guy because you're you're very comfortable, kind of conf- you know talking. And and some fighters will do it because they have to do it. You seem really comfortable doing it and kind of going back and forth with another fighter. Is that from uh, when you were growing up? Was that is that kind of how things were when you were a kid, or how did you get so comfortable? Because a lot of guys are just not. Yeah, I guess it's just that. It's just the way I grew up. You know, we 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 talked a lot of shit. You know, you'd be cracking on each other. Uh, you know, it's just that's just. That's what's fun, and it, and it kind of gets me up for the fight for even a little more. Uh, they, even even this fight with Tony, like that kind of gets me up for it even more so than the interim title. Uh, like I said, I, I said it before. Like I, I really don't give a damn about a title. I don't really give a damn about you know the the those little gold belts. They don't really mean shit. So, but this this fight gets it gets me up a little bit. And it, uh, it it wakes me up every morning and, and, and gets me ready to train even harder because I'm gonna beat the fuck out of them. Like I, it, it, at the end of the day, I took this fight with I didn't even renegotiate my contract before I took this fight. I just went ahead. and I'm like, yeah, I, I'll get it in right here, right now. So um, for me, that that's like the fun part. It ain't even so much the like the fans are cool. Like I'm starting to get recognized a lot more. It's cool. But it ain't really what I'm after. You know what I mean? I'm after a whole bunch of money and a whole bunch of. Uh, uh, face punching. So I'm. I'm. Uh, this is the fun part. But I, I was gonna ask you too. Like you, you, and you're the type of guy too. Again, because you're very, very vocal. Um, you're a charismatic fighter. You're not shy about feeling good when you win. So people are gonna watch you. It's kind of. It's. A, it's a thing like Connor has in a way where people are going to love you or they're going to hate you, but they're going to want to watch you either to see you win or see you lose. Yeah, I mean, I kind of recognized that uh, maybe a couple years ago, maybe two, three years ago, uh, because before I would kind of suppress it a little bit. Because that's what you always was told to do, or at least I felt like I was told to do when I grew up. You know, it's kind of suppress that. You know, kind of blend in with the white folks a little bit better. Uh, you know, feel feel. You know, then then the sponsors will come by. Then the you know the the the, the fans will come and all that. And then at, at the end of the day, I just had to sit back and be like, oh, I'm just gonna be myself. And I, honestly, I'm way happier. I'm, I I I can see it even in my performances. Like I do a lot better in the gym. Uh, I just feel better walking around. So. Uh, I really don't give a damn one way or another. I, I start to realize I, I really don't care what a lot of people think about me. Well, it's better that way because it comes across that way and it doesn't feel forced. Right. There's nothing worse than when a guy's trying to force something, any kind of thing. Anyway. Yeah, when you got the when you got the Michael Johnson and you got the Kobe Covington and you know they're saying they're gonna kill dudes and all this bullshit. Like you ain't gonna kill nobody. <laughs> no, I ain't gonna go out there. I, you would never hear me say that. You'll never hear me. Like you don't even hear me say I'm gonna knock Tony out in the first round. Tony can take a hell of a shot. When you watch this fight, Tony's a fucking dog. Tony's the hardest fight in this division, and it's for a reason. Uh, that's why I was pushing for the Khabib fight because it's the most amount of money for the least, you know, for the for the least fight. But at the end of the day, like I'm a competitor. This is what I do. And Tony, to me, he's always been the number one contender. He's been the real, uh, and this is for the real championship. So. Um, you know, he's the toughest fight for a reason, and that's what those are the types of fights I'm asking. Well, you also, you have a chin on you, too, though. I mean, it seemed like Trinaldo stunned you a bit in the first round of that fight, and, and the fact that you, you, were, you were able to choke him the way you did was quite impressive. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the experience, too. Uh, I've been in fights before where I've, where I've gotten hurt and had to come back and keep, keep on pushing. So each time uh, you get those type of experiences, you just learn from them. You just get better. Uh, the one time that I've ever been stopped, and it wasn't even really a stoppage. And, you know, I even talked to to, to uh, Big John afterwards. You know, it just was those tiny, like, errors that I did, even while hurt, that I that I learned from. You know, when when I look at that same car, Jacare, he got smashed by Yo Romero, and he got hit with that uh, spinning back and was still in the fight. You know, he just stayed smarter. You know, he stayed down on his back and, and allowed the ref to see that he was still in there. You know, and me, I, I just... 
you know, sometimes I get a little wild, and I'm just like, well, fuck it, I'm just going to stand up. And, uh, you know, it's just not – so you, you just learn. You learn things even as you go, and that, that's what all this experience comes from. Did you see Trinaldo gas a little bit in that round in the second – or no, in, in that fight in the second round? Uh, he's Brazilian, so, you know, yeah, they all gassed a little bit. But <laughs> no, I, even then, I don't even think it was more – more so that he was gassing. I just think, you know, I'm, I'm kind of a slow starter, too, so it, it took me a minute to kind of get my time and get my range down. Uh, and that crowd out there was, was, was insane. I don't think I'll ever experience nothing like that again. Uh, the crowd was crazy. You know, that I kind of let that get to me a little bit. It, it was a lot going on in that fight, but, you know, you, you've got to be smart. you got to make an audible, and you got to adjust and, and, and win the damn fight. How did it feel? You know, Ty Cobb, when he played baseball, said that the best sound to him was the silence of the away crowd. Like, that was the sound he loved the most, was shutting them up. How did it feel to literally silence that arena? Uh, you know, it feels, uh, like I said, that was the craziest arena that I've ever been, or the craziest moment that I've ever been part of. For one, it's, you know, it's humid as fuck. It was like, it was at least 95 degrees with humidity inside the arena. Oh, wow. I mean, so you just crazy sweating as soon as you get in there. Uh, I mean, it's and and people are you know at, during the walkout like I I've got my noise canceling headphones and I can still hear them you know I can feel like the ground shaking people were like throwing shit at me it was I mean it's it's crazy so uh, to, to be able to shut them up and, and even I had a lot of Brazilian fans after that you know I walked to the mall and like people were were coming left and right I could barely do it so uh, I didn't realize how big MMA was down in Brazil it's way bigger than it is here in, here in America so that was probably the the funnest part but. I didn't leave all that shit for the birds. Kevin, I thought you were going to say, I can't believe how big the asses are in Brazil. I was going to go, fuck yeah, Kevin. I mean, uh, Brazil booties. With some slim waist, too. I don't, I don't know. It's I, amazing. They them down right, right oh, now. Oh, there's, some, there's something in the water. God bless them. But anyway, <laughs> uh, yo, Kevin, listen, I was very impressed with your last fight. Um, I'm one of the guys. I know there was some controversy. I don't see the controversy. I went on record right afterwards. I'm one of the... I guess one of the few guys that had no problem with that stoppage mm-hmm. whatsoever. I fe- now you are one of two guys that really know what's up. You, I, I felt you had him dead to rights. I, I did. I saw him stop defending the choke. I yeah. felt, if anything, an extra second. The only thing difference is he would have been asleep. But by him yeah. stopping it right then, sometimes guys come right back. What is your yeah. what's your I know listen, you got the W. What's your take on that? How'd you feel? You feel you really had him dead to rights right there? You had his body feel Yeah, I, yeah, I think you said it right. Uh and, and I think you get it because you've done so much rolling and you you know, you are the you know, you you, you know what it feels like. Uh a lot of dudes do too. And and Kiesa knows too, you know. He he he's just trying. He was trying his best. He wasn't gonna he wasn't gonna win the fight for one. So at least he was going to start up a little controversy. You see, he ain't asking for the fight again. Yeah. So uh, you know, he he's just trying to keep his name out there and kind of just give that little those little excuses. But he knows too. I mean, there was there was nowhere to go. Uh, even then, I mean, it was still forty five seconds left, and he was talking about he was going to relax his neck uh, so that I would stop choking him. I don't see how that. I mean, <laughs> uh, when when you look at the film and you look from a through an expert's eyes, Mario Yamasaki is a is a is a black belt. He he's done a lot of rolling himself, so he can see. You know, when it, it's intelligently intelligently defend yourself at all times, yeah. and uh, you know, stopping and waiting for a guy to quit punching you that ain't a good defense. You know, that's that's, that's you know that's that's a done to it. So I think even even Kiesa knows he just was trying to get that little excuse out there 
but his next fight was look it to me it, it's even better like controversy is something for people to talk about on monday morning uh it, it keeps like your name in the in the in a thing and even now like as i walk around like people come up to me and they're like oh yeah Kiesa was out like it gives them something to talk about even you know, uh, so to me, uh, it was actually like a positive. I, I ain't really too upset at it. I don't give a damn. Like, I still got the same amount of money, so it really don't matter to me. And if you want to do it again, like, that would be fun money, but you don't hear them asking for it again. And, and obviously, look, you, you don't know what's going to happen. You're looking at Ferguson. Let, for the sake of argument, let's just say you win the fight, and now, now we, nobody knows what is going to do. Will he come back? It, it's hard to picture him wanting to fight MMA after making $100 million a box. So yeah. if, if that happens, if, if some crazy thing happens where you do win and he doesn't come back, uh, who, who do you see uh, possibly fighting next? Maybe uh, Alvarez or Gaethje? I think even then, like, I, I still think that he might take some time. Uh, I kind of see him coming back probably next July for that big July card, and we unify the titles there. So I would like to get one more. I would like to get another uh, a defense out of there. Um, just because that would even make the that would really solidify me as the champion and really uh, uh, make that fight even bigger because Connor's a paper champion. We already know that he you know he's got one fight at 155 and walks around calling himself the champion. It doesn't make any sense, you know. Tony Ferguson he's got 12 fights. I've got 10. All that lightweight, you know. He he he's down there in the in the, in the baby boy division. Uh, you know, I mean, he did his thing. He wrecked things there, but you know, it, it, it's a different type of ball game up here. So to me, he he ain't really the champ anyway. Once I once I get the title, I defend it once, maybe against the Beeb or somebody like that. Uh, then that makes that fight even bigger. But you know, I I think the competitor in McGregor is going to get up for it because you know he's fighting these old retired. You know, even if even if by some miracle he beats Mayweather, you know he's still he's an old. You know, I mean, Mayweather's old enough to be my dad. You know, and he's smaller. <laughs> you know, my brother's a one hundred and twenty five pounder, and Mayweather's his size. You know, they 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 wanted me to spar with uh, Mayweather. And they took one look at me, and they're like, oh, yeah, no, nah, I mean, you can come watch, you know, like, come watch us far. Like, we don't really want that type of smoke, you know. Like, I'm a big dude, so uh, I think the competitor in him, you know, he, he's coming off these, you know, fighting this this old retired dude to a young, hungry lion that's, that's still out there and, and is going to be a world champion. Do you think after this payday that Khan is even coming back? That's what I was MMA? saying, yeah. I don't know. Did you, I mean, what do you think? Yeah, I, he thinks he's going to come back. Oh, you do? Is that what you said? You Kevin just said you that, You just yeah. asked that shit? I did, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Kevin. Sometimes I go into my own fucking work. Yeah, Matt's obsessed with this virtual <laughs> reality game. Kev he's been zoning hey, out every two minutes. Kevin, <laughs> Kevin, do you ever play video games or no? You're too busy fucking strangling Oh, people. yeah. No, no, I do. Every night again, you know, I got the hey. little, uh, the VR, the PSVR. Listen. Uh, I, just, like, built, I just bought a house here, so I built a oh. little uh, theater room. So I, 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 put it, I pop it on there. Like, we have a good stuff. Oh, you do the play? How is the PlayStation uh, virtual reality? It's cool. It's cool. The, it, it's it's the uh, I got the, this Resident Evil game that I've been playing for like the last two or three months. I get excited. It's just is it is it called gotta, Biohazard? Not uh, yeah, Biohazard. I just that's got that. I'm getting it on my shit. I'm excited. Man, that shit's <laughs> I can only play it like ten minutes at a time, I mean, and then I got to turn it off and like restart again. Why is it scary? Oh, dude, it was scary. Uh, especially in virtual reality, yeah. like the, the shit, like if you you can like really get into it and make it really feel real. Uh, yeah, nah, the shit's scary as hell. If you, if you look, if you have in Vegas, come over. I, 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 
Oh, for sure, and man. And then I'll bet you some money, and we'll see how long you last. No, Jimmy, I'm not, I'm not throwing Jimmy under the bus, but he'll definitely shit himself. <laughs> but uh, I want to get a scary. virtual reality. I used to be very good at video games, but then I stopped playing. But I want to get a VR. It is crazy. Uh, PlayStation I tried... Three have it. Yeah, <laughs> or is that a new PlayStation? I don't know. I, listen, I don't know if the the old one, the original. Listen, Kevin, I tried this thing called Vive, uh, Vive, I guess, and it is uh-huh. amazing, dude. The thing's like a couple of grand, but whole. I don't know how the PlayStation one is, but the one I played, the one I just got, holy oh, shit, yeah, yeah. man. That it is HTC really, yeah, holy that, shit, yeah, man. Dope. Oh, it's wild. Yeah, the, the VR is maybe, uh, the PlayStation one is a step down from that one. I, I played that one, too. The, oh, the, did you did. Uh, PlayStation VR is not as smooth as that yeah. one is. I was about to say, because I don't hear anybody talking about this. I'm like, I just tried it. I can't shut up about it. <laughs> I'm fucking. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna no, throw my Xbox on the floor. I love this fucking thing. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Listen, Kevin, are you happy that the fight's gonna be in Vegas? The fight's in Vegas, correct? Yeah. Yeah, it's in Vegas. Uh, uh, does that make know, a difference I, to you? I thought it might have made more sense to put it on the Detroit card because we're both from Michigan, even. Oh god. Uh, but you know, hey, what can I do? I don't run this shit. So look, I show up, I'm gonna beat his ass, and then I'm gonna walk home with the same money. It's just making it a little bit easier on me because I ain't got to travel as much. So I'm I'm down here. I'm riding around in, in the desert with a bike anyway. So you know, I'm uh I'm accustomed to this weather. So I'm, I'm yeah, I guess I can say I'm happy, but it really doesn't matter to me. I, I would have texted my address and we would have went. Hey, when you when you tweeted uh, a few weeks ago now. That uh, you were going to sign on to fight uh, to coach against Gaethje on on the uh, new season, uh, season of the Ultimate Fighter, and then they said Alvarez is doing it. Were you were you just kind of stirring shit up, or did somebody really tell you that you were probably going to do it? No, that was really the that was really the the you know we was we was negotiating back and forth with the money on it. So uh, I thought that would have been the smarter thing to do, but I guess maybe they just had bigger plans for me. I don't know. Uh, you know, I accepted it like in a minute. And we were negotiating the money, and then uh, I guess Ali somehow got his diesel hands on it. And, and, you know, I mean, it's a smarter fight anyway. They know that that, that I would give H.E. the business. So it was smarter to keep him, <laughs> you know, get somebody that'll that'll uh, go in there and just punch face with him. I, you know, I would have Well, they have, a, they obviously, and they had this in mind for you. I mean, uh, can you imagine if you had to coach that now and you didn't get this, this shot? So this is a much better opportunity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and it's a fight that kind of gets me up a little bit more, too, because of how big a challenge Tony is. You know, nobody's been able to figure out that style. You know, he's got that one loss to Michael Johnson, but he was totally, he was a different fighter even back then. Uh, you know, it, it, it's going to be pretty, it, it, it's more interesting to me to fight the tougher fights than it is to to, to go out there against somebody that I know I'm going to outsmart and outbeat. Now, you, now, obviously, you're very well-rounded. You've shown that in all your fights. Uh, strategically, you're looking at a guy like Tony... I mean, you're listen. You've been money on the floor, dude. You're taking backs like nobody's business. This guy's got a guard from hell. Strategically, yeah. are you coming up with a game plan? Or are you are you that guy that's gonna feel it out fight night? No, we just we just came up. Uh, you know, we just sat down. Me and my team, we sat down the other day. Uh, came up with a really good game plan. We we find the training partners out right now. Uh, that's kind of what the process we in right. Uh, so I'm actually trying to get a hold of Lando too and see if I can get him up out of here. Wow. But because it's so hard to find guys that that. I mean, it's good to it's easy to find guys that fight like that, but they just don't do it good. You know, it, he takes a, a terrible style that makes it really effective and really, uh, you know, really wins a lot of fights that he ain't supposed to. So, you know, when we break down his style, I mean, he has a lot of tendencies that I'm going to take care of. But, you know, I'm, I'm a smart fighter. I'm a lot smarter than people 
you know, uh, uh, give me credit for. You know, they think I'm just gonna go out there and just ball with a man, but I'm, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him one way or another. I'm, 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 a, I'm just keep him apart. You know, even, even in the Kiesa fight, I just take what a guy gives me. I didn't even plan on taking Kiesa to the ground. That's just, that's just kind of how it went when I felt him. Uh, so when I get in there, I'm gonna make some audibles, but at the end of the day, I come up with a really good game plan to, to go ahead and execute. So you think do you think people don't don't understand uh, that you are as smart a smarter fighter as you are? You you think that they underestimate the the uh, the the uh, fight IQ you have? Yeah, I think it's I think it's the first couple fights that I had in the UFC. Probably, uh, you know, when I first got in the UFC, I was only twenty one. I really didn't have much experience, and you know, I kind of was just out there, just like okay, well, I'm gonna just take what what I can get. Uh, you know, it's been these past couple of fights where I've really like started to feel my own and really started to understand the fight game even more. Uh, so, you know, hey, look, I'm, I'm only, I'm about to turn 25 in, in a couple of weeks. So I, I still got a long way to go in this game, baby. I'm, I still got a good, like seven, eight years left. So, uh, people going to get, people going to get more used to me. Even, even people that are looking at it now and being like, oh, well, why is he getting a shot versus like, because the folks that really know me really know I'm going to beat the fuck out of Tony, you know, even the folks <laughs> down at the UFC, I train down here at the UFC PI all the time. They see me train like they're like, okay, yeah, we 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 got something real going on. This is an exciting fight, and you'll be in a, it'll be an exciting fight either way. And if you win, you'll be an exciting champion. Um, when you when you were a kid, when you were coming, I know you started wrestling. I think it was in high school. What did you want to do before you fought, or did you always kind of know this was the path you wanted to go down? Yeah, no, I mean, uh, I always knew I wanted. To, I always knew I was gonna be successful one way or another. I didn't know until maybe I was. I really didn't know I was gonna make a career out of this until I already had made a career out of it. You know, until like my second UFC fight. Uh, you know, I just was kind of out here. Like, I, you know, I got a degree in biomedicine. Uh, I was going to maybe do something with that. Like, I honestly didn't know. I just always knew I was built for fighting. I just didn't know I was going to be able to make a career out of it and, and, and really see how uh, how talented I could be. Uh, when I came out here to Vegas and I started to roll around with a lot of these dudes that are already, like, world champions that have already, you know, I started to box some of these guys that have already won, like, multiple titles and stuff like that. And that's when I kind of noticed, like, okay, all right, now I can, you know, I can really make a run at this, really uh, go out here and whoop some ass. Because if you whoop an ass, like, I'm going to go out there, I'm going to really whoop some ass. And bi- you said biomedicine? Yeah, uh, yeah, I got my degree in biomedical sciences. Oh, what, and what would you do with like what? What does that entail? I know nothing. I'm a high school dropout. Oh <laughs> uh, fuck if I know. I ain't gonna do shit with it. <laughs> look, I, look, it was just easy because I just had to take nothing. I can't write a paper to save my life, so I had to take nothing but science classes and get it. And I can show up and I can take a test. Like I can listen to some shit and show up, take a test. Bam. Like I really don't even. I ain't really gonna do much with it. I mean, it does help. You know, it helps because I took a lot of nutrition classes. I took a lot of physiology classes. So I kind of understand how the body works a little bit, even, uh, you know, through injuries and like these little nicks and bruises that you get during uh, training camp. Like I'm starting to understand that game a little bit more because I still do study a little bit. Uh, you know, I, I, I like to study every bit and piece of the fight game and whoever's successful. So do you have a really good memory or a photographic memory? If you're saying you can just kind of listen to something and then take a test, I have zero ability to do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I, yeah, I, guess I got a good memory. I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I think I have a good way of putting, of understanding how things Put together, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, and I try and bring that even to the fight game a little bit, and, and kind of understand how each guy moves. You know, people, I, I take a little bit of everybody, you know. So people say I'm kind of, yeah, of course I'm copying Connor. Like I'm copying everybody, you know. I, I take a lot from George St. Pierre. I take a lot from, I say I even copy a little bit from Matt Sarah. You know that overhand <laughs> right boy, that that right hook, you know, dip to the body a couple times, come upstairs with the right hook. You know, I mean, I ain't got that same body type, so it's hard for me to pull it off. But I still kind of understand it because I, I fight guys like that. So, uh, you know, I try and I try and you know pick a, pick apart everybody's game. 
And the belt, you said that you don't really care about the belt, but on some level, it's got to mean something to you. I mean, it, it, it doesn't mean you're any better or worse fighter. I mean, we could, it, it's just one fight. But, I mean, it, it's got to be it's something to be acknowledged as the champion. Yeah, it's cool. I mean, it, it, gives, uh, it gives the casual something to, to look at, something to talk about, and something to validate what's going on. But, uh, you know, yeah, no, nah, I don't really give, you know, yeah, it's cool. It's going to be a nice mantelpiece, I'll tell you that, but. Uh, you know, the money that come along with it. Look, if I make enough money, I'll buy my own damn belt. So you're saying the belt doesn't make you who you are. It's just the thing. you it, that, that That's, that's not going to define you as a fighter. Yeah, I mean, no, no. I don't I don't think so And at the end of the day. At the end of the day, I felt like a world champion even before I fought Kiesa. So I'm going to feel like a world champion afterwards. So uh, it it, don't, it don't really don't matter to me. Win, lose, or draw, I still feel like a world champion. I'm going to still act, talk, walk the same shit like I'm a world champion. Well, the, 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 the uh, lightweight division is just tremendous. And uh, this fight with Ferguson, it's on. Uh, it, it's for the interim title. It's uh, 216 on October the 7th in Vegas. And uh, this is going to be a great fight. And then whoever you fight after that is going to be a great by, uh, fight. With, if it's Habib, if he's ready. See, I already dropped the K. People keep yelling. Beautiful, yeah. But I've heard Khabib too. <laughs> Dana says Khabib. Dana pays me, so I should fucking say it the way he does. Um, good luck to you, man. We, I'm a huge fan of you, and so is Matt. You're extremely exciting to watch. And uh, this this is a tremendous fight. And if ever in New York, we want you in studio, Kevin Lee. Oh, my man, I got you. Don't worry. I got you. Just hit me up. Let me know. All right. Best of luck, bro. I can't wait for this fight. Yeah, good luck, buddy. All right. Thank you. Take, Take care. care, Kevin. All right, that is, it's funny. He didn't even know it was coming to. Because that, that is a tremendous. This kid's, got a, this kid's got a lot of charisma. He does. And he's. He does. Uh, and, and a lot of times people think, you know, they, they, he's talked about the not thinking he's a smart. A lot of times people think the guys who no. talk shit or who talk yeah. are just talkers. You can tell he's smart. Yeah, of course you yeah, can. No, he's a smart kid. But I think the, the guys get underestimated sometimes how smart, like you know, Tyson as a fighter got underestimated how smart he was because he was so ferocious and, and his yeah. off out of the ring persona. People didn't realize, oh, this guy's a really smart guy in the ring. Yeah, um, he gets better with each fight. He literally. Well, he retired. I'm looking at. I'm not, oh, I think. <laughs> I'm looking. I'm, I was, you know, Kevin Lee, man. Wow, boy, he's 24. He's born. He's born in 1992 when I graduated high school. I was doing comedy it, two years already, dude. Wow. The year my it was my first time taking a jujitsu lesson in the summer of 1992, and uh, it's wild. And he also uh, he so he grew up on this sport, man. He grew. I mean, the the first UFC is 1993. So, I mean, it's amazing. You know? I'd love to know. This is funny to me because I was in 92, I was 24. So, at what age could he kick my ass? Like, when he's a baby, he's born. I can still kick his ass when he's a baby. But at what age, when he start? is it 12? Is it, is it 17? Like, there was one age that he hit where I was just finished and I would never be able to beat his ass again. Like, at what time did that switch in his life? Probably just 14, 15? <laughs> 14, he could be here. You don't want to get beaten up by a 15 year old, 16 year old, maybe. Who take, yeah, who takes wrestling in high school. Like, the big athletes are fucking hard to deal with. I'll come over those fuckers. Yeah, well, you will. Yeah. But... <laughs> fucking Jimmy. Jimmy. I'll tell you what else. What else? What else we got? Well, any, the any ring nuggets? girl didn't call into that. Oh, but it was, that would have been kind know. of the icing on the cake. It is very upsetting that we did not get that call. I wanted to hear her pick on the Conor McGregor fight. Yeah, but well, uh, we'll she'll come. Again. We'll get her back on, right, Jimmy? I hope so. <laughs> uh, Kevin, it's funny. Kevin's ranked number seven, and Tony is ranked number two. And again, if he was out, Conor's not fighting. And uh, they gave something to uh, you know to Eddie and Gaethje. But what about fucking good old Edson Barboza? You miss him. I love Edson Barboza. I fucking love him. Do we know anything that's going on with him? Is he no, hurt? He, no, he's not. He was. Um, he really wanted a title fight. You know, he should or, get or one to get some kind of interim title fight. So 
Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Barboza is a deserving um, you know, of uh, a title shot. Not that, you know, again, this is an exciting fight. Kevin Lee against, um, you know, Ferguson. That was but a I, great matchup. I yeah. could see why Edson Barboza, which I also think would be a great matchup, would be upset about that. You didn't see Game of Thrones last night. I did not. So was Edson good. Barboza in it? No. <laughs> I fucking love Barboza. <laughs> I talk more about him, but there's nothing on the radar. I know. When's he fighting? Unless, okay, he's number four. Maybe he went beyond the wall. Oh, right. Oh, Jimmy. Wait, hold on. What a good episode, Jimmy. You didn't see it? Alvarez and Gaethje are going to fight. Go ahead. I did not. They're going to fight. They're coaching. <clears throat> number oh. two and number seven. Um, you know, no one knows what Nate Diaz is doing right now. Right. Um, so I, I could see him being jumped over. But what about fucking Edson Barboza? When does he get to fight? I don't know. It's a tough I want one. an I mean, answer. Ally Quinta's out there, right? But Al's yeah. But why? 11. When does Barboza get a title fight? I don't know. Verdum versus the Black Beast. I'm psyched. I am too. Jimmy, Ally Quinta's lowered on the. He's seven right. people below. I'd like to see Ally Quinta fight anybody. Right. I mean, Poirier's out there. I think I'm going to go split another meatball palm with Ally Quinta. What I really want is Barboza to fight somebody who's ranked higher than him or fight for an interim belt. Yeah. Well, that's tough now, right? Because everybody pretty much... I mean, other than Nate, everybody's... uh, How about this? Gaethje is fighting... Wait, wait, when do these guys fight? They fight... Oh, it's October. It's still a ways away. Because I was going to say, Barboza could maybe... If Gaethje is fighting uh, Eddie Alvarez, then maybe the fucking winner of... um, of uh, Kevin Lee against uh, Ferguson gets Barboza. Right, but then they're hoping that Connor's, Connor's back yeah, stop, at that he's point. Not. Yeah. Come on, get me a hundred million to box an old man to cut the shit. Ooh. <laughs> if I were him, I wouldn't fight for a year after that. He is a competitor, yeah. but he'd be nuts to come back. What are you well, doing? Who the fuck I mean, wants to get choked? Man, listen. Unless he gets beaten up badly. Gonna, I wonder what he's going to do, though. What do you do? hundred million. What do you do when there's nothing to do? You fucking. You what do you start, do when there's nothing to do, you're, Jimmy? You're a businessman. You start a business. You raise your kid. You go. There's a million things to do. When you yeah. get hundred million bucks. I yeah. could be doing different things. You know what I'm doing? What? I'm here with you. That's exactly. Have fun though, Jimmy. Totally fire me, Jimmy. If this language. show ever ends, Jimmy, our friendship's not over. No, of course not. No, I'll be coming to visit you. See, Matt knows something. He knows they're going to dump me. I think they're getting rid of us, Jimmy. You think what? so? What's I don't know. Did you hear anything, Chris? Yeah, Chris, Chris acting, how are we doing? Chris has been acting way how too cocky. How are we doing, Chris? Very confident. Oh, yeah. You know, we'll see how things go. What the fuck are you talking about? Are we doing all right? Yeah, we're doing great. Is the show doing good? I feel good Are about people it. happy? I, of course. All right, all people. Right. People, let us know how you like the show. I hope you enjoyed the eclipse today. And if anybody has that game, I'm I'm mm-hmm. really into like the Call of Duty, the shooting games. Let me just ask one more time. The audience... Our audience, Jimmy, not my yeah, audience. Of course, it's fine. I wasn't going to say my audience. Go on now. Our audience. They they like to they like to like give me little uh, messages. Sure, they should on my Instagram You're sometimes. A good man. Uh, excuse oh, me, audience. On, I'm That's sorry. You, you don't deserve that. If the and if you guys, I like the like the Call of Duty types games. I want. I like the shooter games. I'm gonna get the. I, 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 I'm getting the Resident Evil game already. Let me know if there's any games I should really get on this Vive system. Because uh, I like the party. <laughs> That's what I wanted to say, everybody. Good, good. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. And um, Jimmy, I'm going to miss you next week. Well, we're, we're here Who's going to be my guest? What's that? Well, we're, we're here on oh, Thursday. What am I saying? Yeah, What's one today? Today's Monday. Tuesday. I Tuesday, mean. Jimmy. The eclipse was yesterday. The, yesterday. <laughs> but I, I keep forgetting that I'm going to see you. So I, I, 
I just get upset that it's going to be a week, though, after that, that I don't get to see you, Jimmy. That's all right. No one else will be upset. Oh, real quick, at the end of the show, Leota Machida versus Derek Brunson in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Just announced. Wow. October 28th. Yeah. They fighting at uh, middleweight. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Machida's been at middleweight. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I still think of it as What happened to, to, right. to Machida? Of... Did he get caught with something or something? Yeah, I think he had some... Some USADA issues. What ha- you know what happened? I, I don't know off the top of my head, but I just know he tested. Machita? Oh. <laughs> he wasn't a cheater, was he? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. You see what? I flipped it. I said, he's a cheat. Machita. I said a cheetah. Anyway. Um, do we, uh, so we don't know what that was flagged about? He was gone for a while. He was yeah, put he on timeout? Yes. Good. And I like him. What's the matter? The piss wasn't doing the trick? <laughs> the, the little shots of he drinks his own urine. Right. Who doesn't? I drink other people's. I'm like Leo de Bichita. I, I, I forgot who I was talking to for a second. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but normally people would get grossed out at that. I say to Jimmy, he's like, yeah, what's your problem? Exactly. What you <laughs> he had communist? been suspended for 18 months by USADA. Oh, for what? Uh, That's not for drinking pee pee. He I admitted that much. to taking seven keto DHEA, which is a banned substance by USADA. And I don't know what the hell that is. Yeah? yeah. You know what I think of yeah. that? By him taking that? And taking that break. What do you think? I, I, I'm just, yeah. Come on, get your act together. Go back to the PP. Drink your PP. Anyway, guys, listen. <laughs> this Jimmy, was a lot of fun. I don't enjoyed get it. Get those off, Jimmy. Ah, fucking Jimmy. We'll be back on uh, Thursday, Jimmy. Uh, just, just you guys get a visual. Jimmy put on his Eclipse little lemon freaking sun catcher. Uh, sun uh, 3D glasses while he shit himself to say goodbye. Exactly. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. NetCredit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.